You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Alright everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Safe space for you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh Josh King, Big Room, Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? The weather's getting warmer. I'm topless, got my tits out. Love getting it. Getting ready to start my OnlyFans. <laughs> the Filthy Fantasy OnlyFans. Mm. I don't know. People might pay for that. <laughs> I'll pay for it. I'd be your number one subscriber. Mm. Love it. For sure. Love it. So last episode, we broke down the AFC draft picks. And this episode, we're going to go over the NFC, breaking down your fantasy-relevant players from the NFC draft. Uh, Starting off with the NFC East, we got the Dallas Cowboys shoring up that offensive line, picking up Tyler Smith in the first round. Um Franchise tag Dalton Schultz, re-signed Michael Gallup to a lot of money. You know, they made some pretty big moves. They drafted uh, Jalen Tolbert in the third round. What are your thoughts on him, Rome? I mean, I I like Jalen Tolbert. I think he's going to be, he's going to fill in. I shouldn't say fill in. He's going to at least get play. I think he's, he's a good option in a lot of rookie drafts late just to be that flyer. Cause you know, Dallas has got this powerful offense. I love their draft. I know it seems a little non-sexy in a sense of real fantasy value, but I I beg to differ. I love the first pick of an offensive lineman. Give me more Zeke. Like I'll take all Zeke all day because they're going to feed him the rock until he dies on the field. The other one I really like is kind of a sneaky pick is Jake Ferguson, the tight end from Wisconsin. I don't know if he cuts in. He's not going to cut into Dalton Schultz. He's going to be the guy, but he's a good blocking tight end, which I think is going to be huge for Zeke. I think it was a big draft for Zeke. I love it. Yeah, well, you know, didn't bring in any more running backs. Um, But I, I do like Tolbert. I, I think he's interesting early in the year, uh-huh. uh, especially with Michael Gallup recovering from a, was it ACL or whatever he hurt. So, I mean, he, yeah. he's going to start the year. Yeah, so he'll start the year banged up. James, they did sign James Washington, but that doesn't. James Washington's a fine wide receiver, but he's not going to, you know, be like a world beater. So I think for the time being, early on, Tolbert off the bat might be one of the more productive rookie wide receivers right now. Um, you know, definitely a dynasty player that you're interested in. You know, probably going in like the second round of of dynasty rookie drafts. Um. He would he would definitely be a uh, he would definitely be like a late round dart throw in redraft. More than likely doesn't get drafted in redraft, but you're definitely someone you want to keep an eye on going into season long. Absolutely. Got anything for uh, Dallas Fish? No, I agree with all that. <laughs> Wonderful. T- Tolbert is definitely I. I don't know if I'd take him in a redraft. But I would watch how he does like the first two weeks. So same boat, I guess. Yeah, makes sense. All right, moving on. Got the New York Football Giants. Brought in Matt Burrito. 
uh, signed Ricky Seals Jones, which actually I think Ricky Seals Jones is a sneaky, sneaky pick because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can get him for free in drafts. Like you're probably, you know, if you let's say you punt the tight end position and it's round fifteen, pick up Ricky Seals Jones because the the three weeks that he took over when uh, Logan Thomas got hurt for Washington, he had like twelve points, like fifteen points, and I think ten points, which in terms of what you want from a tight end, if you don't get one of the big guys, like that's exactly what you want from your tight end. So, so definitely keep an eye on Ricky seals Jones. Uh, the giants had a great draft, which is crazy. Cause I'm not a big giants fan, but God damn man, cave Thibodeau in the first round, Evan Neal, uh, a couple picks later, you know, probably the best offensive tackle in the game, uh, drafted Wandale Robinson. And, and I mean, that's really it of note for their, uh, for their offense, but Rome, what do you, what do you think about Wandale? Well, listen, so Wandale, here's what I don't necessarily like about it: the fact that he's on New York, that like he is Tony, he's the same fucking guy, except not as good. He's not as good as Tony, so it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. I get it; you want to add depth. I thought they might have been the deepest wide receiving core, anyways. Just in a sense of like having somebody to put out there that can be good, Wandell Robinson just adds to that. I mean, he's a he's a little speedster, hard to tackle in a phone booth. Um, I don't know if it's fantasy relevant, but maybe. See, me, it was a t- it, like like I said, I agree with you. That was a tough pick, in my opinion, because he's a he's a a lesser version of Kadarius Tony. Because Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony, but I mean, there was rumors that they were going to trade him pre-draft. There's still a possibility that they trade. Uh, Kadarius Tony, it'd be insane if they do, but there's a chance. But it's just crazy because Wandale Robinson was selected number 43 overall. There were so many studs still available that yeah. could have gotten another de- defensive player. They could have gotten a different wide receiver. You know, th- there was so many, so much potential out there. But they went with Robinson. You know, he's a talented player, but he, but like you said, he's essentially Tony. So I'm not entirely sure what the plan was for that. I do yeah, like. I mean, the you nail, might be right the, though. They, they're probably going to trade him then, if that's the case. They're just bringing in the same cat to replace him. I mean, who knows? Man, Maybe I, Tony's all booty tickled right now in his feelings because he's all like, "These motherfuckers are going to trade me." And like, I had a, I had a pretty good year despite <laughs> playing hurt on a bad yeah. team. Yeah. We'll With that being said, it was, you know, yeah, it's just uh, fish. Anything for the Giants? No, they still have Daniel Jones as quarterback. So. <laughs> Until Fair that changes, point. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that is a very valid point. Avoid avoid the Giants where you can, I guess, <laughs> if possible. Uh, moving on, got the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, with the the massive trade, getting rid of their first round pick, and I think a third round pick for AJ Brown. So, I mean, that was. <laughs> I mean, I guess that kind of washes the sin of the Jalen Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. And no, it doesn't. I, you know, Never. I don't understand. It never will, but it's okay. Well, it, they brought in AJ Brown. He'll play maybe half the season because he's always hurt. But I, you know what? I like it. I like it. He's he's twenty four years old and he's a legit stud. <laughs> like you know, so so now that team, you know, they they got a lot better. Jalen Hurts, you know, because now Devonta Smith doesn't have to be the number one wide receiver, and I love Devonta Smith. I think Devonta Smith is fantastic. So I mean, like. You know, they, they didn't have a first-round pick, but they got A.J. Brown. So if A.J. Brown's your first-round pick, amazing. That's an amazing yeah. pick. Um, 
and then they, they you know they went defense, picked up offensive linemen. So it's so not not. But I mean, again, with this had to be the most trade centric football draft ever in terms of just how many teams made moves in, in the during the draft. Because now you know the Eagles didn't have to do much. You know, you you you, you re-signed Jason Kelsey. You know, you brought back Fletcher Cox on the defense. You know, you signed Zach Pascal, Greg Ward, so you got a couple more passing options out there. Resign Boston Scott. For some reason, they like that guy so much. Not entirely sure. But the team looks good. You know, if, if Jalen Hurts can pull his head out of his ass and be a decent quarterback, this team's legit. You got a good defense. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think their defense got a lot better. I mean, say what you will. I know they're rookies coming in. But they got the man mountain, Jordan Davis, who I think is a stud. And I get it. There was a knock on whether he could do it in a, the longevity of a game. Well, listen, he's 350 pounds plus. It's probably tough for him to do that. Show me what he the flashes in a pan. He'll be disruptive. And I guess N'Kobe Dean fell in the draft for whatever reason. What was it, Ross, you were telling me? It was uh, – He hurt his titty. Yeah, and he was he said something about he wasn't going to get surgery until he got drafted. So everybody was like, "Well, fuck it. I guess we won't draft you then." So we have a first round pick goes in the third round or whatever the hell it is, and Philadelphia is there with their ar- with their arms open saying, "All right, we'll make our defense great. Why the hell not?" Yeah, it it was the third round. That was a outstanding draft pick by them. Like uh-huh. I when I saw they picked up cuz actually what's funny is when I saw that Nicobe Dean's name was called i was like holy shit he's been on the clock that long like right geez, yeah they're on the board that long but but yeah no that was a, that was actually a really good draft by the by the eagles now to, you know in my opinion it's just a matter of can jalen hurts play because he's yes a great fantasy quarterback but a a very very mediocre or below average real life quarterback i mean he almost got benched by gardner Minshew. so i i know there's a, yeah. i know there's a lot well, I know there's a lot of Jalen Hurts lovers out there, but dude, if you watch him play, he's not good. It, it's hard. He's, he's hard to watch. He's hard to watch. He runs around a lot, and it's like I get it. I, they're in a weird spot though, because I actually think Philadelphia is a good. I think they're in a good spot to win. Jalen Hurts, yeah, he can probably slow them down in a sense of winning, but if they're they're gonna win, I bet you eight to nine to ten games just with their roster alone. In the division they play in, they're going to be able to beat some of these guys. I see them getting too many wins, and that gets them out of this next year's draft class of great quarterbacks coming in. That's really going to hurt. I mean, they're going to miss out on Young. They're going to miss out on on Stroud, which would come in to I replace like that a guy from like Kentucky. Hertz. Dude, I love that kid from Kentucky. Thank you for bringing What's that up. What's his name? His name is Will Levis, and he is there you go, phenomenal. Levis. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, like he's so good. Uh, he's my no- he's my number one. I like him better than the other two. So that's why we need to turn our one of our dynasty leagues into a a, a Devi league. So I could have drafted him. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Let's do it. I uh, got anything for Philly Fish? No, I'm I'm really interested to see what Hertz does with it because now he's got two good receivers out there. They you know they re-signed a lot of people from their O line. Resigned Kelsey. Um, it's kind of make or break for him. Like, you know, they may give him another year after this, but we should really see how. And as far as fantasy value, you know, he was a top 10 quarterback last year just by running it. If he could 
string together a few more touchdown passes, he could be a s- sneaky little quarterback. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it's it's last year, you know, he had Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard. He didn't have, like, another wide receiver. But now you add A.J. Brown, who's one of the better receivers in the league. You know, there, there's yeah, no you're excuse not just, now. You're not just adding a chump, you know. You're adding one of the top players. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's no Quintez Cephas, but, you know, he's it's A.J. Brown. Quintez Cephas. It's my boy. <laughs> All right, moving on. The Washington, where are the commanders? The Redskins. <laughs> what a terrible name. What a terrible thing. Like, you got the Washington Commanders, then the Cleveland Guardians, the baseball team. The fuck, man. Mm. Anyways, I think Washington football team is a better name than Washington Commanders. I think Washington Redskins is the best one of all of them, and they're stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so stupid. Uh, traded for Carson Wentz, re-signed J.D. McKissick after he signed with Buffalo. So that was a thing. You know, brought in uh, Cam Sims. Hopefully uh, Curtis Samuel's healthy because that guy's actually really good. But anyways, draft, they got your guy with their first pick, John Dotson. Whoop, whoop. And then to break my heart, they drafted Brian Robinson from Alabama, mm-hmm. the running back. Mm-hmm. That hurt my feelings. And uh, they also picked up uh, quarterback Sam Howell. So, Rome, you were my Dotson lover. So, like, what's up with Dotson? What do we expect from him? I just think he's one of the most solid wide receivers in the draft in a sense of route running hands, just knowledge of the game. It's it's kind of funny. It's not always about speed. I know everybody loves loves the S word, but it's it's not. Like, at receiver, my two favorite guys this year were Jahan Dotson and David Bell. He ran like a 4-7. There's tight ends blowing this guy away, but I don't care. Because these are the good, these are the best guys that I watched on tape. Jahan Dotson, I think, will bring something to this passing game. It's, I think, it it helps, but it also hurts a little bit. McLaurin, I think it helps because now the defenses aren't going to be able to just key on this guy. But it hurts because he's not going to get, I don't know, eighty uh, percent share of the throws, whatever he was getting this whole year. I like the pick. I think it's going to be solid. I like the Brian Robinson pick. I know you hate it, and I'm sorry, but you know what? He's. I, we had a conversation about it when when we were talking earlier. I think this guy's going to take goal line touches. I mean, I think McKissick is going to take third down like he does, like he has for the last two years. And I think Gibson's just. I don't want to say left out in the cold because he's going to be their starting running back, but he starts for two plays and then has to come out to McKissick. And he's going to lose goal line touches to Robinson. You know, actually, to, t- to touch on what you were saying, I actually love this pick for Terry McLaurin. So over the last three years, Terry McLaurin has been wide receiver 29, 20, and 25. So we haven't actually gotten to seeing the actual ceiling from him because he's never had an actual wide receiver too because Curtis Samuel's always hurt. Diami Brown's not very good at football. So you bring in a guy like Jahan Dotson. You have an upgraded quarterback with Carson Wentz. You know, J.D. McKissick re-signed. I, I actually think that's a great move. And actually, I think we now could see what McLaurin's ceiling could be, closer to what it could be. And then Robinson, I honestly, it hurts because it takes away touches from Gibson. I think Gibson's still going to be fine, but he's going to lose a lot of the red zone stuff because Robinson's a bigger-bodied guy. Because Robinson, he was like, he, Robinson, in my opinion, is actually like the worst Alabama running back recently. 
Um, he was okay. It just hurt my feelings that it happened. Um, especially cause Gibson's had fumble problems and he actually hasn't been very successful in the red zone. I actually read a stat about him the other day that he's one of the least effective red zone running backs or goal line running backs. So Robinson's probably going to be like the Mike Tolbert of, of the past. And, uh, I, I think it limits, you know, so like Gibson, instead of being a, a low RB1, he's probably going to be a mid to low RB2 would be my guess. Still fine for fantasy. Like, you know, Gibson in a redraft league, you know, maybe third round, fourth round pick, I'd be fine with it. Um, But I would lower my expectations for him. E. Fish, you got anything for Washington? No, not really. I I actually like Brian Robinson um, in, like, dynasty formats because I really think that Gibson's on his way out. I, I think that they are looking to replace him sooner than later. I don't think that Robinson, maybe maybe not this year, but how much longer does Gibson have on his rookie contract? Two more years? Two more years. Yeah, so Robinson could play that goal line role and then Potentially take it over. The only thing Robinson is not very explosive. Kind of, kind of slow. Yeah, lumbers that's why, like, things. So, like I said, it's McKissick will be the third down back. Gibson will be the between the twenties, and then once they get inside the ten, it'll probably be the Robinson show. I mean, if I had to guess. Um, although, honestly, like I would be okay if uh, if Gibson went somewhere else because, like, you know, fuck Washington. Go play for a team that would that deserves you, you beautiful chocolate man. That's the, the America that the, I want to live in. Some team in Canada, maybe. That's okay. He'll be a Carol. Uh, was it like a Calgary Stampeder? There it is. There it is. The Stampeders. <laughs> All right, moving on. Got the NFC North, Chicago Bears. You know, you know what's funny? They talked about how they're all in on Justin Fields, but the draft said so otherwise. <laughs> Their whole offseason is said otherwise. I mean, they, they drafted Velas Jones, who, in my opinion, was just like a meh. <laughs> and Listen, that was it. He's, he's so... <laughs> first of all, he's like 26, coming out as a rookie. That's red flag number one. Couldn't even come out early. Like he's, he used the pandemic to full advantage. Like I, I want to say he was on the same roster. What's the thing that's come out? He's been, he was on the same roster as Juju. I think when he was playing at SC, something like that. Really? He's been in, he's been in college football for so long. Guy better he's have Van Wilder out of his ass. Yeah, no, yes, <laughs> it's exactly. It. He's like, I don't want to graduate. <laughs> exactly. I love the I love their defensive draft. They went out. They got Kyle Gordon. They got Ja uh, Jaquan Brisker, the two sa- the safety in the corner. I think those picks are great. But if you're really all in on a guy like Fields, uh, you're going to need more than. Then Vellis Jones, Brian Pringle, Aquamius St. Brown. You're going to need more than that to make him uh, a good quarterback yeah. in the NFL. I still like Mooney here, though. I love Mooney. He was oh, sneaky good last year. Dude, I love Mooney. And I like him. I've, I've been trying to get Mooney off you for a while. It almost, it almost solidifies him even more because they didn't go get more receivers. Hopefully they trust Mooney that much, but I don't know what they're going to put across from Mooney. Yeah. Apparently nothing. I just think I it's, know. you know, new coaching staff in town. I think this is a way to get rid of Justin Fields with the quarterback, a quarterback heavy class next year. 
that they're probably like, we're going to be bad this year so we can get a good quarterback next year. Because like I said, it, it's funny. Everything you read, they're like, yeah, we're all in on Justin Fields, but you drafted defenders and Velas Jones. Like, you did nothing to really help your offense. Like, yeah, I mean, they got a couple offensive linemen. But Who's still out realistic- there right now, free agency-wise? Who? O- Odell. Who's still out there? Odell. Odell, Julio Jones. Uh, That's really about it for, like, the big names. I, Julio now that Jarvis, Jones is going to be there Jarvis, for sure. Now that Jarvis signed with uh, New Orleans, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I just – Chicago's a mess, man. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, their defense got better, but you did not, you did not do anything to help your quarterback. And yeah, Mooney, Mooney's great. I I think this is a good thing for Mooney, but now that they don't, I mean, Cole Komet, I think Cole Komet might be a a good player, but I don't know. You you didn't draft any running backs. You didn't really do anything to help your offense. So I I think I, I would expect the same fantasy output more or less for your player. Like maybe Mooney's a little bit higher, to me, he's a great dynasty pickup, uh-huh. um, but I don't know. Chicago's gross. Justin Fields, I, man, not not much to say about them. Moving on, Detroit Lions. I actually like a lot of stuff Detroit did. I actually really liked it a lot. You know, they 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 brought in DJ Chark, which I think that's a great signing. Like, I I love the I love the signing of DJ Chark. It was one year, $10 million. Like, that's nothing. They could wipe their ass with $10 million, and you brought in a guy who was great with uh, Blake Bortles. Was that his quarterback? Who's his quarterback? Was it Bortles? Been, it was after that. It was, it was Minshew. Minshew. Okay, either way, he was good with a bad quarterback. And Jared Goff's a little bit better than whoever was in Jacksonville. You know, so you got you brought in him. You know, they signed they 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 gave a contract to Josh Reynolds, who I think is a very good wide receiver. So I, I just I, I think they did a lot of good stuff. Then their draft was good, man. Aiden Hutchinson, Jamison Williams, man, that's a great pick because Rome, you and I talked about it before. If he didn't get hurt, he man he and he still went early in the first round, but he was he was probably the best wide receiver in the draft. But unfortunately, he got hurt in the national title game. But if anything, it's fine too because Detroit's not in any hurry to win right now, anyways. It's like fuck it, get healthy and and let's go kick some ass. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. I think I I love their draft. I love the I, what made me so happy was their first pick, the fact that they were like they looked like the smart one, and they made Jacksonville just look like idiots for taking. I get it, go get your guy, but Hutchinson should have been that guy. He just fits in Detroit. It, uh, who was it? Pat McAfee was saying that Dan Campbell is a he's a possibility to win Coach of the Year already. I'll ask you guys a question: If Detroit wins, if Detroit wins eight or nine games, is he Coach of the Year? He should be. It's a loaded question. What if somebody wins <laughs> fifteen games? Is that as impressive I mean, as as having a nine win season Detroit. in Detroit or making the playoffs? Yeah, maybe not. But he, could, he definitely could. I like Dan Campbell. He came from the Saints. Uh-huh. I like I like it too. I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm just happy they went with Hutchinson and didn't do Malik Willis. Because yeah. there was a lot of talk that Willis was going to go number two. and uh, Which is, I think that would have been bad for Willis and that would have been bad for Detroit. You know, So it's like they went with the smart pick and drafted the best player in the draft with Aiden Hutchinson. 
Although, like, I mean, hey, I, if we're bad, we get one of these great guys coming out in the next in the next year. So I think mm-hmm. it's yeah. Then they can yeah. If they suck again, they'll get another good defensive player, and then mm-hmm. th- then they're a much better team. But I, I I love the Hutchinson thing. That was uh, that was pretty awesome. Um, but you know they they didn't really do anything to beef up the O line, but their O line was looking pretty good anyways with uh, Panay Sewell and stuff like that. So you know DeAndre oh. Swift is still going to be good. Jamal Williams is still a high valued handcuff. Actually, Williams had some standalone fantasy value. Like you, could, I was flexing him a little bit last year. So yeah, I mean, he, exactly, dude was good. Yeah, so you know, like I said, love DJ Chark, love Jameson Williams. Um, but yeah, all right, moving on. We got the Green Bay Packers. They finally drafted a it, it, dude. I was laughing so hard though when they had two first round picks, <laughs> and you saw all the wide receivers that were still available. And they went with Quay Walker, the linebacker, and then Devontae Wyatt, the deep. Although, dude, Devontae Wyatt, that guy is a menace on the defensive line. So, I mean, Green Bay's defense is going to be re- – and they just extended Jair Alexander today. Man, that uh, that Green Bay defense is going to be the tits. But it was just – man, I was laughing. So I was like, poor Aaron Rodgers, man. This motherfucker is like, what do you got to do? What do I got to do to get a goddamn wide receiver up in this bitch? I mean, they landed on their feet. They took Christian Watson, who I think is a it, he's a very, very, very good player. I know he came from a small school, but I think he's great, and I think he's got a lot of value. Big, tall, wide receiver, fast, can make catches deep. He's much more of a he's much more of a nine route. He's going to run deep, but that's that's Rogers' game. Like that works. That works for this offense. Well, yeah, you know they. Uh... Alan Lazard, you know, they gave him a little bit of money to come back. They paid Robert Tunyon to come back. So, I mean, this their offense is still going to be good. You know, still love Aaron Jones, still love A.J. Dillon. You know, how do you not like – like, you know, this could be Aaron Rodgers' fuck you tour 2022. I mean, we say it, we've said it like every year for the last couple of years. It's going to be the Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> fuck you tour. But, I mean, who knows? Now it could be more fuck you because they trade away Devontae Adams. But Christian Watson, I, I like you said, I think he's going to slot in just fine, even though he came from a small school. He's six five, but he ran like a four four, or four five, or something like that. And I mean, granted, he wasn't a first round pick, but he was drafted thirty fourth overall, which is basically a first round pick. Yeah. So quit your bitching, Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Minnesota Vikings. Their draft was very confusing to me because their offense is decent. They're above average. Could have been better. But they went, you know, defensive heavy. Like, Lewis Cine signed whoever, whatever, you know, they drafted him at the end of the first round because they traded back to get him. And they gave, what is it? They traded, they swapped picks with Detroit, I think, right? I think or, so. Or Green Bay. I don't know. They swapped picks with an in-division rival, and yeah. they picked up Louis Cine, sign, who they could have gotten later in the draft. Maybe. But, he's good. I, mean, I really like him. He's a great player, but, you know, like, my thing would have been more, hey, this was a very wide receiver deep draft. Let's get some help for Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen's getting a little bit older. Um. They got no, Irv Smith, who was hurt at t- 
He'll play forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's the Frank Gore wide receiver. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, they just paid Kirk. Dude, Kirk Cousins, he is. I wish, dude, I want his agent. My God. He he has made like $180 like million dollars in his career. And he's been a okay quarterback. Yeah, his fucking agent is loving life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, hell yeah. You mentioned him, so I got to bring it up. Did you guys see Frank Gore uh, knock that guy out in that boxing match? Fuck yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Go Frank Gore. That should get him into the Hall of Fame. He should be there anyways, but I hear you. I mean, he will make it to the Hall of Fame, but that should be like the clip. Like on the reel, they should put him (laughs) knocking out a guy in a a boxing match. (laughs) Like, look what I can do. Uh, Because he got, didn't he get beat up by, uh, he boxed someone else not too long ago, didn't he? And he lost. That sounds familiar. I don't recall who. Oh, it was, it was like Deron Williams from the Jazz, like from the Jazz forever ago. Mm. I think that's who we fought, and he lost. But yeah, anyways, the, the Vikings draft was very confusing to me. I mean, I, I like Lewis Sign Cine. They did draft Ty Chandler towards the end of the draft. He's a pretty decent running back. He could be a name to keep an eye on because, you know, Dalvin Cook can't really stay healthy. So, you know, Dynasty bench stash Chandler could be okay. But I, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of their draft. Like, I would give it, like, a D or a C if I had to grade it. Fair. All right. <laughs> Moving on. NFC South. You got the Atlanta Falcons. Brought in Marcus Mariota. Resigned Cordero Patterson. Signed Damian Williams. They cut... Um, the fuck's his name? Mike Davis. They signed Casey Hayward. So their defense looking pretty good. Um, went with one of the best draft picks in the first round with uh, Drake London. Great wide receiver. Possibly the most NFL-ready wide receiver in the draft. Or him or Olave, you know, toss-up. Love London. I, I think this is a great landing spot because they don't have a number one wide receiver with, you know, because Calvin, because apparently we were talking about a pre-show. You can beat your wife and children. You can drown and torture dogs, and that's fine. But you place a bet on goddamn FanDuel, and you fucking you are out lose. of here, Mister. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I was talking about it with a buddy of mine, and I was like, you know, Calvin Ridley was probably just like smoking weed on his couch at home and saw like a FanDuel or DraftKings commercial. It was like, fuck it, I'm bored, and it had like a five hundred dollars signing bonus. So he's like, fuck it, I got money. So he probably placed the bet on, and and then now he got fucking caught, and now he's gonna, like, you know. They haven't even said how long the suspension will be. He's just going to miss this year minimum, which is fucking wild to me. So, you know, Drake London, yeah, Drake London, immediate impact on the offense. You know, picked up Desmond Ritter, uh, Tyler Algier, the running back. Uh, Rome, you, you, you got, what do you got on London? I mean, I think Lon- London was not my favorite receiver coming out. Um, I'm not a big fan of like really big lumbering wide receivers. He just didn't, he just didn't, I don't know. He didn't do it for me. His highlight tape wasn't, just wasn't explosive enough. He's in the best situation of any wide receiver coming out this year. So for fantasy purposes, he's, he's going to be a top five pick, maybe a top three pick in most rookie drafts for dynasty. This kid is this kid is pretty solid. The situation is great. 
Uh, I mean, other than that, like I said, I like a bunch of other receivers better. He's a he to me. He's a guy that runs nine routes, but he's not fast. He's just sort of there. But you know what? They need that in Atlanta. They're going to run the shit out of him. He's going to make catches. He's going to make plays. I like the Desmond Ritter pick a whole hell of a lot better because I think he was one of my... I liked him. The more I watched, the more I liked this kid. And I think that him with London start building up that chemistry, man. They should be Kyle doing Pitts. that immediately. And Kyle, and Kyle Pitts. And and if they get Calvin Ridley back, that offense yeah. is good. I, See, I actually, agree I, with you. Desmond Ritter was my favorite quarterback from this draft class. And I and and thinking about it, this is actually a very good situation for him because there's I mean, you know, everyone plays to win, but I feel there's no actual expectation for Atlanta to be good. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure for, you know, Riddler, Ritter to come in and be the guy cuz they signed Mariota. And it's been proven that some quarterbacks need time to develop. And I feel that Ritter, if he could just sit for a year, get caught up to speed, learn all the progressions and how to read defenses better and all that other good stuff, that he could be a legitimate quarterback. So this is a great pick. Although the one guy I'm going to say, sneaky, you know, late round dynasty rookie draft. Actually, not even late, like second, third round. Tyler Algier, man. He was a running back out of BYU. What I liked about him, my favorite thing about him is he was a linebacker when he went into college. But they were like, hey, you're pretty athletic. Let's move you to running back. And then, you know, last year he had like 21 rushing touchdowns. He had back-to-back 1,000-yard rushing years. He's not the fastest running back, but he's a he's a thick guy. He runs low. You know, like I said, he had 20 touchdowns and, 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 and a – you know, he played big boy D1 football and he had 20 touchdowns and back to back thousand yard rushing years. And with Mike Davis leaving, there's a chance that with Calvin Ridley missing a year, they're probably going to have to play Cordero Patterson more as wide receiver than as a running back. Plus, dude, Patterson did not hold up because he was great. But then towards the end of the year, he fucking sucked. They cut Mike Davis and then Damian Williams, he's been a okay running back. So I, I actually think you're going to see a lot of Algier, maybe not the beginning of the year, but I think Algier is a player you definitely, definitely want to keep an eye on in rookie drafts Agreed. Um, for dynasty fish. Yeah. I like Al- Algier. You know, I'm not, I don't, I want to say Drake London's bad, but I'm just not a fan of his scenario this year. Like I'd take him in a rookie draft probably. But like in redraft, even as a late pick, like I don't, he's got Mariota throwing the ball to him. They play Tampa Bay, New Orleans twice a year, Panthers twice a year. Those are all three pretty good defenses. Like I'm just, I mean, give him a few years, I'm sure he'll be fine for dynasty purposes. But like for redraft this year, I'm not really on board with the London. I feel you. I, like I feel you on that. That makes sense. All right, moving on. Nolan Saints. Fish. They actually had a great draft. I, I actually like the Saints draft. Yeah, they did. They got graded real bad, but I think it's because they only had five picks. But uh-huh. really, they got what they needed. They got another defensive back. They got an offensive tackle to kind of hopefully f- fill in for Armstead. You know, won't be Armstead right away, but should be pretty good. And then Olave, someone to go opposite Michael Thomas. I think they're good. A lot of people are like, oh, the Saints need to rebuild. They don't. 
they really got a chance to, to make it to the playoffs again if Jameis doesn't turn the ball over, plays the full season. Like, Jameis is a, gets high numbers when he plays. It's either, good or, it's either really good or really bad. It's high numbers one way or the other. Assuming Michael, they have a chance. Assuming Michael Thomas plays, I could actually see Jameis Winston throwing for you know four thousand yards, thirty four touchdowns. He'll throw forty four picks, but you know it'll be okay. But you know the Saints just signed Jarvis Landry recently. So man, you got Landry. Hopefully Michael Thomas is healthy, and you got Chris Olave. And a lot of people were saying, you know, I I read a couple of articles out there that people were saying that Olave was their favorite wide receiver coming out of the draft. You know, he was very good in college, very polished runner. My only concern, though, is that Landry Thomas and Olave are all, like, slot guys. Now, Olave can play the outside role. And, well, and so that, Thomas. Thomas plays outside quite a bit. But they move everybody around so much that it's like you almost want somebody that can play anywhere. And yeah. I think Olave can to an extent. But, the, you know, they, they had a great draft with uh, man Trevor Pending, that's such a good pick. I, like I was really kind of, ho- I mean, the Chargers took Zion Johnson, which I don't hate, but I was really hoping they would have taken uh, Trevor Pending to shore up the, the the right tackle position. But you know, I, like like you said, they they got a low grade, but that's probably more just because they only had five picks. But I mean, Olave and Penning right there to me, that's a quality right there. So plus, if you hold into account, yeah. good. I was gonna say, and, and for even for fantasy, like th- this wouldn't be like the best one for fantasy but their defense has been solidified pretty good too they just got um the honey badger and they've kept ever pretty much everybody else on defense and their defense was pretty solid last year i think they had a top 12 defense last year i want to say they did but no it was it was, it was a great draft I, I i don't i don't dislike it and like i said their their first two picks were great with with alave and penning you know alave you know he's like a first five-ish top five in rookie drafts. I mean, in redraft, he'd be a late-round pick, but I, I think he's definitely worth a, a late-round flyer in, in season long just because, you know, the Saints are – James, they're going to throw the ball. And then, plus, remember, Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended at some point in time this year. He's going to miss time because it's crazy. People already forgot that it happened. He beat the shit out of some dude in Vegas. And – uh that usually doesn't bode well. So he's going to miss a couple of games. So they're probably going to have to pass because they're probably not going to be able to establish the run with what they got Ingram. Then they, they re-signed Ingram. Yeah, they have Ingram. Uh, who else do they have? Tony Jones? I don't even know off the top of my head anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of their their running game. So I, I, I think uh, looked at – plus, you know, Historically speaking, Jameis likes to throw you know forty plus times a game, anyways. So I, I, I like it. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be fun to see them. All right, moving on. We got the Tampa Bay Brady's. Tom Brady came out of retirement after being retired for like six days and was like, "Fuck that, play football." Uh, so re-signed Leonard Fournette to big money. Um, they signed Russell Gage. Franchise tied Chris Godwin. They signed, re-signed Brashad Perriman. Um, I actually, God, like I hate that the Bucks are not hate, but the Bucks are going to be good again. You know, they they drafted Rashad White, the running back. They drafted another tight end in Kate Otten. But I, I I think their offense really isn't going to miss a beat. 
uh, from what what you expect last year, especially once Godwin gets back healthy. Rome, what do you got? I mean, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, in a sense of the draft, I don't know if anything really. I don't know if anything really changed. I mean, maybe Rashad White is a thing. I know he's. I just can't see him being better than Bernard at this is point. Is Grant coming back? I haven't heard if he's coming back yet. If he's not, then yeah, Kate Otten is going to shoot up from this uh, yellow color I've got to a to a green because I think he can definitely make moves. They still have what the handsome guy, Cameron Brait. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think Cameron Brait's it. He was there last year and didn't do a whole lot. I mean, he may he may still start if Gronk doesn't come back. But I think most likely Gronk is going to come back, though. Yeah, probably. Actually, I read a thing that Gronk is more likely out than in. Like he's really? actually liking retired life. I mean, but, I get it. I mean, who knows? Gronk's Gronk's because Gronk said that he only needs two weeks to prep to get back into NFL shape. So. You know, <laughs> which him. I mean, if anybody can, I guess it's Gronk. <laughs> bless him. Good for him. Oh, a funny thing. I, I actually learned about Gronk not too long ago in the off season because of COVID was like last year, two years ago, they couldn't practice in person. So you had to do at home workouts, but you had to record it and you had to send it to the coach. So Gronk recorded a video of himself in one day wearing different shirts, running sprints. So then he could send it to his coaches saying that it was a different day because he would just send them a different shirt. Brilliant. Smart man. Yeah, hey man. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> but, I mean, their their draft, you know, like I said, I, I think Rashad White's actually – I think that was a good pick. Uh, he's going to kind of take I, – I think that basically makes uh, Giovanni Bernard – because it's going to be Leonard Fournette's backfield because, you know, follow the money. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Signed Fournette to three years, $21 million. But Rashad White, he's probably going to be he's going to be involved, and I think he's he's definitely someone you're going to want to look for in uh, in dynasty redraft. Don't draft him in redraft; he's not going to be worth drafting in redraft. But but dynasty, one hundred percent, you're going to want that. So really, not much to say. Anything to say about Tampa Bay? Uh-uh. You guys got anything else? Nope. Nope. Cool, let's wrap it up with the NFC West. Starting off with the Arizona Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins, man, got popped for steroids. He's going to miss six Did weeks. you skip the Panthers, or am I imagining that? No, it happened, oh, but I, I was just going to roll with it because fuck them. Yeah, fuck yeah. the Panthers. <laughs> they got Matt Coral, cool. They got Matt Coral, and they got a really good offensive lineman. In my opinion, he was the best. Uh, their draft was fucking weird. They had one pick in the first round, and they didn't pick again until like day three. So it was a, it was an interesting one. Uh, their best signings were re-signing DJ Moore, who I know they're trying to make him a thing, and maybe it'll happen someday. I don't know. But if you're going to follow the money, three years, $61 million, looks good. Uh, Dante Jackson I like. He's a corner. And uh, the, other, the only other guy I've highlighted is a punter. They signed Johnny Hecker. Mm. Actually, I will say this. Uh, apologies to Carolina Panther fans out there that I skipped him. Um, fuck you. But anyways, DJ Moore to me, he's a wide receiver where he's just been a circumstance of bad quarterback play. Like if you put him on a team with a good quarterback, he's outstanding. But I mean, uh, the, the rumor, I actually read an article yesterday 
and it talked about how there's a chance that uh, once Jimmy G gets healthy, Carolina is going to make a move for him, which it makes sense. But I just, I don't know. I, I love DJ more. I think the talent's great, but I actually traded him away in a dynasty league, despite him being so young. Cause it's like, dude, I'm tired of sitting, waiting for him to, to become a thing. You know, it was, uh, I'd rather just try to go for it now. And, uh, you know, but, but that's fine. Um, but you know, they did pay him a lot of money. So, and then Matt Coral, he could be something in the future. I didn't really like his college tape and you're not exactly learning from a good veteran in Sam Darnold. So, mm. Ugh, but you gross. will be if they go and get Jimmy, maybe, yeah, or, or fuck up his development more and you so- trade for Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's that's <laughs> likely. Also, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with that guy. Carolina, Carolina should have really traded away Christian McCaffrey and gotten like a first round pick for him or something. Yeah, get whatever Deshaun. you can for. Yeah, like just trade him for anything and rebuild like trade. You know, you trade McCaffrey to a team that's contending and get capital and then start building up again. I mean, I know it's crazy to say because McCaffrey's the best running back in football, but, you know, fuck it. <laughs> your team sucks. You're a bad team, Carolina. You know it. You should hang your head in shame. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, now we move on to the NFC West. Got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, re-signed James Conner to a lot of money. Re-signed Zach Ertz to a... God, that was a big contract to Zach I mean, good on him. Yeah. A lot of money to Zach Ertz. Uh, they brought back Max Williams, even though he missed the year, basically, with the injury. Uh, they traded for Hollywood Brown in the draft, which was huge. Which, I think that was more of a we lost DeAndre Hopkins thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Although I, I think it's a, I actually think it's a good move because you know Hollywood wasn't getting the love he deserved in Baltimore, and now you actually have a quarterback that lost DeAndre Hopkins that doesn't mind throwing the deep ball. That so also that, played with that, him in college. Yeah, so I mean Hollywood Brown could be a sneaky, sneaky, you know, fifth, sixth round draft pick and redraft. I agree. Yeah, I think he'll be good. Although once DeAndre comes back, he's gonna fuck that up. I still think he'll be good. I still think, I think he'll it be, might be I better. Think it, I think it'll be even better. I agree. Actually, yeah. you're, prob- you're probably right. But yeah, I mean, their draft—they drafted Trey McBride, which to me, I think that's a great draft pick because you just signed Zach Ertz to a ton of money. Tight end takes time to develop, anyways, so you can just let Trey McBride sit back, relax. Zach Ertz was a very successful offensive weapon for his career, so you can watch Zach Ertz do his thing. Because Trey McBride, he was the best tight end coming out of college this year. So I, I think that was a great one. Um, I don't know. If, Rome, you are a college guy. Like, what, what do you think about their draft? Uh, at this point, I mean, I think Trey McBride is a solid pick. He was the consensus number one tight end. You got him. I'm not sure when exactly they picked because they traded out of the first round, right? Yes, uh, sure. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown was their first round. That's pick. right. That's right. I like Trey McBride to sit behind and learn from a guy like Ertz. Uh, fuck yeah, dude! I'm all in. 
Uh, I love the fact that they're building defense around an already very solid defense, bringing in Cameron Thomas and Micah Sanders off the edge. I love it. Then they brought in Keontae Ingram from SC. Running back, I mean, he's going to probably get a little bit of love and some maybe some PT. I mean, they signed James Conner, but has he been healthy? Has he finished an entire season before? Yeah, last year. Did he finish it? Didn't he finish? I think so. You know, he might have missed like two games. Yeah, that's what I, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen him finish an entire season. So I think he this missed, guy has he did miss merit. two games. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I love, I love Connor at this point for fantasy. I mean, he's, they paid him. He looked good. Edmonds is gone. Let this kid run. And then I think Keontae Ingram is going to be a nice little, uh, nice little fit at backup. Got anything else, Fish? No, I do kind of wonder how this Trey McBride thing's going to pan out because Max Williams was damn good too, and so is Ertz. It's almost like they're going to have to force time for him, which is fine for Dynasty, but for Redraft, it's kind of a sticky situation. Well, Agreed. I mean, I, I think in Redraft, you don't draft Trey McBride at all. Right. Uh, unless you take him in like the 17th or 18th round, and you're like, fuck it, whatever. I already got my kicker in defense. I'll I'll take Trey McBride as a flyer, but I mean to me McBride he's like a mid late second round early third round rookie pick in yeah. a rookie draft. But uh, I could see that. I just wonder, you know, he's gonna have some tough competition even once Urch is gone. That's all I'm getting at. I think he'll be all right. But Max was pretty damn good. But he also had his leg folded end. in half. So yeah. who knows? Maybe maybe that says more about Max Williams's health on why they took Trey McBride. You never know. So, but yeah, that's about it for them. Uh, moving on, LA Rams. Resigned Matt Stafford to a lot of money. Signed Allen Robinson, which I think that's a great move. You know, because they lost Bobby Trees, but you brought in Allen Robinson, who's younger. And, I mean, I, I, I think, actually, I love Robinson. I think a lot of yeah. his, it's just, he's on a bad team last year. And... That's really it. I, I think Robinson's going to be great. Uh, they they brought in Bobby uh, Wagner, who's going to play with a chip on his shoulder all year. So I, I like that for their defense. Their draft was meh, but Lack, lackluster. It's a perfect word. But to be fair, they just won the championship. They don't have first round picks until like twenty twenty six. And they didn't have a lot of holes. The holes that they had, they filled with Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I like uh, Kyron Williams, too. Here's the thing, and we could touch on this if you want, Josh. We don't have to. I dumped Cam Makers the second I had the opportunity. Granted, I feel like I got a huge payout for him, but I don't think that the Rams trust him. He didn't do – he ever – 2.8 yards in the playoffs, which is, yeah, it's the playoffs, but still not very promising. And I think they're looking to wipe their hands clean of him as fast as they can. I actually agree with you. I am trying to get rid of Cam Akers where I can. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm having a tough time with it because I had a really tough time ranking Cam Akers. I don't know what to make of him. Uh, uh, Kyron Williams, I think he's a sneaky uh I actually liked Kyron Williams when watching his college tape, like pre getting drafted uh-huh. by the Rams. 
I, I thought he was a he was a very good wide receiver. I knew I knew he would get drafted late because he's a little guy. He's five nine, two hundred pounds, but he's a little shifty guy. You know, I, I like it. He's, you know, he had a. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he had he carried the ball two hundred four times for thousand two yards and fourteen touchdowns, forty two catches for three hundred fifty nine yards and three touchdowns uh, at Notre Dame. So I, I think he's a little poor man's Alvin Kamara. Yes. Yeah, and I I think that's I I think it made sense to draft him because Daryl Henderson can't stay healthy. Acres got hurt, came back, and wasn't quite. See, actually, I think a lot of Cam Akers didn't look that great, you know, in the playoffs. But I think it's because he wasn't ready to come back yet. He just wanted to play because what you know players right. want to play. And he's playing solid defenses. It's not like you know he's getting some freebies throughout the season, which most players get through the regular season. You get a couple games, you're like, okay, it's pretty much as close to guaranteed as you can get as like a at like a 15 point game. You know? Yeah. Well, you're coming back in the playoffs when you're playing the best defenses, and there is yeah, no exactly tomorrow. what I'm getting at. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I just feel like the team doesn't trust him enough. Well, like, maybe it's I mean, his we... health. Maybe it's his skill set. But they've been trying to replace him. They traded for Michelle last year. They got Henderson in there still. Like it just, you know, the now optics they d- of it. They did let Michelle walk, but I mean, but we talked about this last year, where I was talking about how. Henderson's not their guy because if Henderson was their guy, they wouldn't have drafted Cam Akers. So now it's kind of like I'm repeating myself again. It's Akers probably isn't their guy because they drafted Kyron Williams. You yeah, know? they're so, going to draft a running back until they find the one they want. Yes. That's and, what it looks like to me because they don't need a whole lot, but they do need to improve. If they can improve that running game, they're better than they already are. And their running game is not bad at all. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, Kyron Williams, he's going third, fourth round in uh, rookie drafts. So, I mean, I, I think that's a great place for him. And I, I mean, I haven't really looked, but he's probably going very late in redraft and he could oh. be someone you want to take a, like a 12th, 13th round pick on because it, you, you know, it, I, I think it's, I think it's a good move. You know, it's uh he's definitely a player you're going to want to keep an eye on because the, yeah. there's going to be somebody that was drafted late that goes either to undrafted or really late in redraft or even late in the rookie draft that. Hits big. And I, I don't know if he's going to be the guy, but he's in the, the right scenario to have that ability. Yeah, 100%. Got anything else, Rome? Nope. Cool. All right, moving on. Rome, you can start shaking your head now. The 49ers, man, what were they doing in that draft? They, uh, talk fucking, about, dude, a fall, fall from grace. My God. <laughs> no, they've always been terrible drafters. <laughs> always. <laughs> This obviously not the fruit hasn't fall, fallen far from the tree here with uh, fucking Lynch as a drafter here. But let's just touch on their whole offseason as, as a whole here. They haven't done much when it comes to even signing guys. I mean, they their two biggest signings are Chavarius Ward, who they decided to break the bank on and give him $40.5 million over three years. I mean, he's like an okay corner from from uh, Kansas City. If he's going to come in and fix our woes, then maybe. I, I do like the fact that they signed Jason Verrett back. That makes me a happy boy. Very happy boy. Uh, everything else is garbage. I guess Jeff Wilson, maybe. But here's the thing. If you are a fantasy owner and you have any shares of any running back that wears a San Francisco 49er jersey, 
Uh, buckle up, buckaroo, because it's about to get bumpy. You got Jeff Wilson. You got Mitchell. You got Sermon. <laughs> now you they sign or they draft Tyrion Davis-Price, the kid from LSU. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? I get it. You want bodies, but uh, I, I don't really understand. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It must be the philosophy thing, because the guy that left San Francisco for Miami went and did the same damn thing. Yeah. Like, maybe they yeah. just want five running backs that could all start. I don't, yeah. I don't know why, that's, but that's, that's, my, that's, that's Miami and San Francisco to a T, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Uh, the one guy I do really like uh, after watching a lot of film on him is Danny Gray. Wide receiver, came out of SMU. I really, really like this kid. He's a smaller guy. But he can stretch it, and he's just got great awareness as a wide receiver. Like, it just works for me. I think Danny Gray could be a nice little – he could be a sneaky pick if you're picking in Dynasty. There's no redraft value, really, unless Samuel gets traded for God knows what reason. But I think that's not going to happen, or it would have already. So they can get another running back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think this was them. They drafted Tyrion Davis-Price because Debo was like, I'm tired of playing running back. They're like, don't worry. We'll draft another one. You won't have to. I, like they lose, they lose carries to the fucking fullback. Everybody touches the ball here, and yep. it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, 49ers are tough. <laughs> Just, I don't know, they all hodgepodge. Like they're gonna Shit. be, they're still gonna be good, which is crazy. I think they they are. I think they are the second best team in the division. Are they really going with Lance? Like, do I, we really believe, know that they're actually I believe going they with are, Lance? Yeah. I think they are. All right. What do you, what do, you do with Eli Mitchell? You know, like it, he's it's, your starter until he gets hurt, because that's always that was his mo last year. Mm-hmm. Seems to be seems to be all their mos. Especially now that Moist, now that Mostert's gone, it's gonna be it's gonna be Mitchell until he goes down, yeah. and and again or or you know who it's gonna be this year? Fucking, I'll pick a name out of a hat here. Hang on, Jeff Sermon. Wilson. It's Sermon. He's gonna be the man this year. There it is. You heard it here first. <laughs> Dude, like Trey Sermon, just like fuck my life, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. All right, moving on. And the last team we're breaking down, the Seattle Seahawks. They traded for superstar quarterback Drew Locke. You know what's funny? When I think people misinterpret it when when Sneaky Pete Carroll said that if Drew Locke came in the draft this year, he would have been the first quarterback taken. Because people, they're think, well, they're thinking about his NFL stats. He was a good college quarterback. No, that's what I was. That's what I looked at. It. He's a good college quarterback. And by the way. Being the first quarterback taken this year isn't saying a whole lot. It's true. So, like, yeah, what, what's he's basically all he's basically saying is like, yeah, Drew Locke sucks, but so does Kenny Pickett. Yeah, so does every other quarterback in this draft. <laughs> it's, like, fuck all it's these not, guys. It's not actually saying anything great about Drew Locke. Yeah, but you know they uh, reside Rashad Penny after he lit the world on fire towards the end of the year last year. Brought back Will Disley. In the trade with Drew Locke, where they sent away Russell Wilson, they brought in Noah Font. Um, you know, I don't know. Like it, it's it's not a. What bad... do you think of Noah Font this year? Here's what I like about him. 
In fact, let me take this one real quick. Sorry. Here's what I like about him. And I'm going to go ahead and touch on this with Locke. I actually, I kind of like Locke. I know this sounds crazy, but who's got a better set of wide receivers and tight ends than this kid coming in, who, by the way, is a deep ball thrower. It's what he did in college. It's what he likes to do. The guy chucks the ball deep. Ask Cortland Sutton about that. He made him relevant. Ask not really Jerry Judy. That wasn't his game. I look at their roster and I go, DK Metcalf, well, he runs deep and makes great catches. Lockett likes to go deep. Noah Fant is one of the fastest tight ends in the game. He likes to go deep. I think it's going to be a nice little mixture of really good players, really big-time athletes that are just going to go up and get these throws. He he may be the new Jameis Winston. He'll throw 30, but he's also going to throw 30 picks because they're just going to chuck it. I was going to say I like Fant because he's played with Locke for a while now. They're used to each other. Uh-huh. You know, some people develop that rapport faster, so maybe him and Metcalf click. But he knows Fant. He knows where Fant's going to be on certain plays. He knows, you know, where to throw it that Fant likes. I don't foresee him being a top five tight end, but I think he could be a startable tight end. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I think Font will be okay. But I actually agree with you, Rome. You know, Locke, and plus Locke's like, dude, fuck it. Like, I, I don't have anything to lose anymore. I'm just going to huck the ball all over the fucking field. And I got the biggest, fastest receiver in the league in fucking DK Metcalf. I have a great safety blanket in Tyler Lockett. So, like, let's just go and have fun. Fuck it. Why not? I've already been traded. So, exactly. Yeah, and then break, on, and then on top it. of that, they go out and they draft probably, in my opinion, the best running back they could have taken. Mm-hmm. They take Kenneth Walker, I, I love who, Ken, I love what Ken a Walker. fucking stud this guy. I mean, he was my favorite guy. He was, I think him and Brees Hall are very, very good. I think the situation is better for Walker. I think he's going to come in, and I think he beats Penny out. I know that sounds crazy because they did pay him $6.5 million for one year, but it's a one-year deal. You went out and you, you signed Kenneth Walker on that rookie contract. They're going to run him out, and he's going to do – I think this offense is going to be kind of fun to watch personally. Yeah, I, I think it could be cool. And and Ken Walker arguably could have been the 101 over Brees Hall in, in fantasy. You know, Chris Carson with his neck injury, he – I actually think Chris Carson's going to retire, which actually makes me sad because I really like Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson was a great running back. But with the horrible neck injury that he had, I just don't see a world where he comes back. Um, and then Penny cannot stay healthy. The only reason why, and and honestly, I think Penny looked so great last year because he is a good running back. But because he basically didn't play all of last year and just came in at the end of the year with fresh legs while everyone else is beat up and tired, that's what made him look so great last year. So I actually think Kenneth Walker takes over the starting job sooner rather than later, especially because they only gave six and a half million to Penny and it's a one year deal. So it's not like they invested like he didn't get a Christian Kirk contract where it's like three and 72. So it's like, fuck it. Here's 6 million come back. But I, I think it'll be Ken Walker's job. So, you know, Walker's going in the first round of rookie drafts and I think Ken Walker would be worth a, Fifth ish round pick in in redraft, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Cool. 
Well, that's all your rookies that were drafted. Yeah. Um, we did it. It took us a while, but fuck you. You know, <laughs> we love you. It's all love. It's all love here. Mm. Um, we're going to eventually do a mock draft with vets and rookies. Maybe we should even do a rookie draft just to kind of see kind of like what things are going. We could talk about things with people. Or, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We have fun. Fuck you guys. We'll do cool stuff. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. We love and appreciate it. Get us on social, Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter, Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram, uh, Filthy F-Ball Show on Reddit, Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. King Josh Josh King. Big Rome. Fancy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.